So the session today is on cash flow. If you're in business, you better care about cash flow. <laughs> Whether those who are listening to the recording in the members area or the Facebook group. And this is something that hit me. One of the reasons why I want to talk about this, because over and over, I keep hearing this from real estate investors, especially multifamily real estate investors, where they're doing all these big projects. And just like Ben talked about it, like it took three months to just to get the permit. A lot of these projects, and that's an active one, some of them are passive. They're a lot of the things that they're focusing on is very long term in terms of cash flow. Like it's going to pay off three years down the road, really five years, some seven years, eight years. That's really the payout comes out. And I think there might be a disconnect in the way we're thinking about setting up the business. And I learned this within the coaching world as well, because I work with coaching. Part of my business is actually training other coaches. And what I learned was in the coach's mind, it was a very similar process. They were working on a lot of the long-term things for cash flow. But when you actually went closer to home, like right now, when you're looking at literally their, like what's coming into their bank account, that's either non-existent or very little. And I found a huge disconnect there, first of all, in the way that we think, because when you look at it, whether you're a real estate investor or a coach or whatever kind of business, and it, it is a business because you're doing it on your own or you're building an organization around it. And one of the key principles of a business is sales. It's cash flow. If there is no cash flow coming in, that's the lifeblood for your business. The business is very hard to sustain. And many of the real estate investors they are trying to leave their W-2 or they're trying to focus on full-time multifamily investment. And there's no way you can do that if you're, there's no cash flow coming in and you're kind of waiting and waiting and waiting. And then you're juggling two different things, job, family, this, that, and the other, or multiple businesses sometimes. And it becomes too much to handle. And there are clients that I've worked with who don't get any sleep. Like they get four hours of sleep, five hours of sleep, and they're struggling to be a, present with their family. They're struggling to even focus on the projects to move them forward because there's too much happening at once. And one of the cures for that is to rethink our strategy for cash flow in business. How does that work? And then I just want to kind of break it down in a few areas because real estate investors, they tend to look at it passive and active. But there's actually a different component. That's what I want to talk about. Before you go into active and passive, there's long-term. Your long-term plan, a lot of multifamily real estate investors, I know they think about long-term. They're like, okay, five, hours, five years out, there's going to be a big payout and I'll be good. Or seven years out, that's going to be good. Or something like that. And in the interim, they're not getting much coming in. So they struggle to leave that W-2 or they struggle to juggle many things at once and like, what the hell is going on? And a lot of times I realize that if that has to do with the mindset around business is that you're not looking at it like a business and business has some key components. One, a business needs to have a vision, a long-term vision of what you're building. And I think real estate investors are fairly good, at least their life vision, they're better than the business vision. And the business itself needs to have its own vision. I'm actually going to do a coaching session on that soon, where you need to come up with a vision for your business at least three years out. And really think through a lot of the areas you might have not thought through. So that's your vision and long-term goal process for your business. And then the other side of it is marketing. How are you marketing your business? And in the real estate world, that might sh the capital raising might be part of that process. Whoever focuses on capital raising, they do a lot of the marketing. Or 
or even promoting one of the deals that, that through your emails and whoever, wherever you're doing, a lot of the marketing happens there. Then there's sales when you're having conversations with investors, with whoever you're bringing on board into these deals. And I'm just giving examples from here. It doesn't matter what kind of business you run. There, these things come into the picture. There's the vision, there's the marketing, there's the sales, and there's the, of course, there's the delivery part of it is how are you treating your investors? How are you treating your clients, tenants, and all that stuff? So there is a long-term plan around that, but a lot of times we don't realize is that something needs to sustain this business. And part of that is your time that you're putting into it. So what's paying for your time? What's paying for your energy? What's paying for all the things that you're doing? And the mentality might be is, oh, I'm going to get my big payoff in a few years. Here's the problem. Your relationships don't wait for that. Relationships grow. Your kids are growing up. Your spouse is growing in, in her his own way. Your life is changing. There are a lot of challenges that come up. All sorts of things are happening while you're waiting. So keep that in mind. And so what does this mean? When you're thinking about your long-term strategy, also, you need to be thinking about the short-term strategy, the short-term planning, and that's going to be really important. So what's your plan short-term for you to have cash flow? And here's what I mean. So long-term, you're getting paid off in three years, five years, seven years, whatever. But short-term is what's your cash flow monthly? So for many investors, that's their W-2. They're getting that. But then while you're kind of doing that, you need to do your own assessment. Is it worth it to keep your job or is it worth it to create another cash flow stream? Some people get it through and they get acquisition fees and all that stuff. However, setting it up, you need to think about that clearly. So that means that where are my efforts going and how much money am I getting on a monthly or quarterly basis? Is that going to sustain my lifestyle right now? If it's not, then obviously you're staying in your W-2 if you don't have enough passive income. We'll talk about the active and passive income part of it. But the reason why I'm going into this, because I was surprised as I was hitting many of my clients when I asked them like, where is your time going? Well, I'm talking to this person, we're doing this deal, we're going through this capital raising effort, we're doing this, that, and the other. I'm like, okay, when is the money gonna come? Like what's, and well, we're gonna get some money by the end of the quarter, but then a lot of it we're gonna get in four years. Okay, so then how does that add up? How is this going to like? And then that's why a lot of them will hesitate to even create a deadline for their job. They want to move up, but they never do it. I've worked with syndicators. They've been in the business for four years. They still don't have a deadline for when to leave the job, even though you can tell that they've gotten to that point, but they haven't thought through what does this look like? They're too afraid because they don't have a consistent cash flow process. So where is your time going? And your energy effort time, and is that producing any kind of short-term cash flow system? If that is your W-2 and you say to yourself that I'm going to maintain this for the next five years, then great. And you can manage your time accordingly. But if that's not it, then where is that time effort going? And that could be in, the, in your real estate path, or that could be something connected to it. And this is the part I wanted to stress on. Because some of my clients, and this is just data I'm bringing by some of my clients, what they started doing, they started doing mentoring for other real estate investors. They started doing coaching or mentorship programs on the side that gave them cash flow, or they had another business running, such as drop shipping or something else. They were creating other cash flow systems on the side, or they were working on multiple projects that were giving them consistent cash flow. But whatever it is for you, and you know your life better than me. What does that look like? So for example, for me, short-term, I have consistent clients and this is active 
I have consistent clients where I get cash flow from on a monthly membership or on a yearly membership or a quarterly membership where I know that that cash flow is coming in. Five years out, I have bigger long-term plans, but that's not going to be there just like real estate investors for a long time. And this is where real estate investors, for the most part, they will focus on, okay, is it active or passive? Until you create the kind of passive cash flow system, then you will need to do it actively. So how are you involved in this business? How much of your time is going towards it? So the active needs to be built on until you can create the passive. Now, there are people who just passively invest. That's fine. I understand that. But I want investors to understand that there's actually active and passive cash flow in every business. It's not just an real estate investment. And it might be a little bit simpler and easier and less risky in real estate investment. But for example, my business has it. I get passive cash flow through another project that I'm a part of, but I'm not doing a lot of the work. There are other people delivering, for example, coaching. I get passive cash flow out of that monthly um, from that project. So there's that active and there's the passive component. But on both sides, if you're just thinking long-term and you're not thinking short-term, there's no way you can put a deadline to leave your W-2. Or if you, that's not a problem, then you're just telling your family or friends, whoever you're connected to, just wait. It's going to pay off in about seven years and there's nothing coming in or it's not enough. And that creates challenges. As long as you have a plan, it's good. But if you're, it's not in the view, it creates a lot of problems. The reason I brought it up is because this is the challenge that I'm running into. I have some very successful investors and they don't have cash flow coming in. And they're struggling with like, how do I do this? How do I create this while I'm waiting for that thing? There's so many things you can do. We live in the world of e-commerce. Um, if it is your W-2, that's good. That's good. If that's what you feel. But some people are incredibly miserable in W-2. They don't want to stay there. So what do you resort to? You could resort to mentorship. You could create a YouTube source of revenue. You could get, and it is another business to run or understand, but it might be something until you figure this out, it might help you. Or it could be something very connected to real estate investment. That's why I like the mentorship idea because it could, it's connected. You could mentor other people who are starting out. Or you could be part of capital raising. Many of my clients, they do capital raising while they're waiting for their bigger deals that they're actually involved in. So whatever the thing is, the important thing here is to really think through what is your strategy for long-term, for short-term, active, and passive. And so not just think about it from an active and passive standpoint, but also think about it, where is your cash flow coming in your business? And really look at it from a business point of view not just from, oh, I'm a real estate investor. No, you're a business owner that is in the real estate investment area. And at some point, you're going to create cash, passive cash flow uh, that you can use that to do whatever you want. And a lot of times I've talked to my clients in detail about this. It's good to have the passive income, but I'll always be working because I love doing this. And you need to think about that. It's like, okay, are you doing this to retire or is it a good thing to have long-term? And that clarity will help you understand what kind of projects you want to be involved in.